Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. And happy Thursday, the 25th of January, 2024. Welcome to Elijah Streams. I'm your host, Steve Schultz. Sorry, we're a couple minutes late, but we're here with bells on or something as the saying goes. Good to see you all today or be seen by you all. Uh, it's 11.07, that must be, I think my clock's off by about a minute and a few seconds, so pardon me if that clock behind me is about a minute fast, but we're going to fix that next time if we can, if we remember to do that. So we're going to bring in just a few moments Andrea uh, Hobart on. She's both at a flight attendant and she's very much involved in the human trafficking rescue and restoration of children, and we're going to talk about that. You, the, our viewers, our precious viewers, when you donate, not only does it go to the profits and not only does it go to freshwater wells, a lot of the uh, the money you send it goes to trafficked children, trafficked organizations that uh, that are either involved in rescue, direct rescue, uh, or restoring children that have been rescued, survivors, as we will say. We'll talk about that some more today. So that's going to be today. You're not going to want to miss any of that. Uh, be sure and text friends that would not want to miss that. So, all right, we're going to do a quick well, well spot. And then on the heels of the well spot, um, Emily, I'm just going to have you go ahead and back to back it so that after the well spot, we'll put the Trump clip on it. It's, it'll be self-explanatory, and then I'll comment on the Trump but every once in a while we see something that's really good that you we need to make sure you didn't miss trump say that and this is one of those it's just like 30 second thing but you'll love what what you see and hear all right here we go jaja zaina and her great grandchildren have gone their entire lives without clean water They spend their days collecting dirty, unsafe water. They have been praying for a miracle, and that prayer has been answered. Because of your generosity, a water well has been drilled near Jaja Zaina's home. Would you join us in providing clean water to the people of Uganda? Donate online at ElijahStreams.com slash donate or mail a check today to Elijah Streams, 525 2nd Avenue Southwest, Suite 629, Albany, Oregon, 97321. I will immediately restore expand the Trump travel ban on entry from terror plague countries and I will implement strong ideological screening for all immigrants. If you hate America, if you want to abolish Israel, if you sympathize with jihadists, then we don't want you in our country. We don't want you. So you may remember that there was a travel ban that Trump, they, they gave Trump grief, but he finally uh, did that travel ban. And he, when he comes back in, instead of having people come over the border willy-nilly without even being, uh, without it being legal, they're just basically crashing the borders of our country. But they are coming. Um, the ones that we do let in legally, they, they don't have that travel ban in place now, so that there could be people that absolutely hate Israel and hate America and want to see 
uh, us doomed, but they, they, they're let in at the border legally. And uh, Trump was, is, is, you know, he always keeps his promise. I've never known a president where they said when Trump says he's going to do something, he does do it. So uh, I enjoyed that. wanted you to see that. Thanks, Paul, for getting that for me. I appreciate that. So, all right, time to bring in Andrea Hobart. So here we go with Andrea. Andrea Hobart, good to see you, my friend. Hello, Steve, and hello, everybody. I'm so, so glad and honored to be here with you today. Thank so you so good. much. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. And it's been a while since I've had you on. You've been on Elijah Fire quite a few times and help even host it sometimes. So Yes, I uh, love it. It's my pleasure to have you back on. A quick uh, recap, and then I'm going to have you sort of give your resume, you know, what it all you have done and are doing, kind of a, rather than me reading all that. I want you to just tell it from, but I met you, was it 20 years ago, either this year or last year? It's been 20 years. Yes, think, last year. It was in 2003 that I think so, I met you the first time in Kansas. so you are a very young, here's how I would say it. You are a very young tra- <laughs> flight attendant now, but you were a brand new flight attendant 20 years ago. So you must exactly. have really, really looked young. You yeah, know, I've I, crossed over the 20 years as a flight attendant. So I think they're stuck with me. <laughs> that's amazing. Well, one of the things that got you and I stayed in touch, you had uh, reminded me over and over through the years that uh, about a prophecy that Kim Clement had had for me and I would have forgotten it because uh, the recordings get lost or the, you know it was in cassette tapes at the time and then we went to CDs and by the time everything gets old stuff gets thrown away so I probably didn't have that recording anymore uh, so I appreciate that I just want to basically thank you publicly for oh, yeah. always keeping me encouraged with that uh, so Andrea tell give your give your sort of resume what you've been involved with the flight attendant and anything you want to say that you're doing for for the airlines and for the traffic children, you know, let's have the whole picture. Yeah. Thank you so much, Steve. Um, I am so honored to be here. So thank you for having me. This is a, such a message that's on my heart and on the heart of so many in our nation that are um, also in this work. And I I do want to just really honor you for being such an encourager to me and a support in my life, you and Doreen and so many of the people that I've met through you. And um, and then just before I get into my a little bit of about me, I also want to honor all of those that are in the fight against human and child trafficking yeah. in the United States and abroad. And uh, for a long time, we wouldn't be able to we weren't able to talk about anything on the air. So doing something like this, YouTube may kick you off. Yeah. Or um, there's been people that have lost their lives in this fight that have tried to either report on as journalists. Uh, some have been in prison and still are. So I come with a a weighty um, uh, honor and humility as I'm able to share today, but there's so many that have been in this and done, uh, they've they've given their whole lives to this. Um, So yes, I have been a flight attendant for over 20 years. I'm from a flying family on my mother's side. And uh, actually my grandparents on her side were, they had a flight school, they ran a, a crop dusting business and through them, it's funny in the airline and aviation world, I've met so many pilots that went through their flight school. And just a quick note, today would actually be my grandmother's birthday, January oh, wow. 25. And she, uh, they dedicated the airports to the Lord. 
both of them have passed away now, but uh, she was been my, she was my prayer warrior all my life. And I know she still is. So, um, and, but yes, being in a flying family, I grew up around aviation. My mother was a stewardess for a few years. I had that in my heart to do. And then just through a series of uh, going through youth with a mission, spending time in the Philippines and receiving a very, very uh, specific prophetic word about traveling the nations as an ambassador, I found myself um, on my first flight on Christmas Eve, 1999 with Northwest Airlines. And I ended up uh, really seeking out opportunities to do mission work and different things like that. And uh, I became involved with Airline Ambassadors International. So this flying and traveling and ambassador word came about really fast. And I continued to receive prophetic words throughout my career and a desire in my heart to just uh, knowing that God had a plan for bringing me into the airline realm. Yeah. And simply by being a flight attendant, it's really what I want to speak to. You know, all of us are in different roles. We have different areas of responsibility, different careers and family life. And and every one of us is really called in some way into this fight right now. And yeah. it happened to be through being a flight attendant that that opened up um, Airline Ambassadors International uh, had a human trafficking awareness program where we would go and train airports. We train uh, even airline flight attendants and pilots, airport security all around the world and in the U.S. at airports, especially prior to Super Bowls that were being held there or big draws that would come into these cities. And it was all about teaching and training. And that would be myself along with survivor leaders law enforcement and other experts in this field, which I learned from. And we would just share the the biggest ways to keep watch of our domain, our area of responsibility on the flight in yeah. the circumstance and how to recognize the signs of trafficking and then give them the means to report it so that ultimately if somebody's passing through in front of our space or in our area, we would uh, take quick action to report it. So I became the co-director of that program with airline ambassadors, got to travel so many places, um, see firsthand uh, human trafficking and child trafficking and exploitation in a really, really real way, Mm. especially in Southeast Asia. And, uh, you know, you can't, uh, learning about this subject, it, it, it seems unreal, but I think, Everyone here needs to know how real this evil has been. Mm. And um, so I I feel like God just gave me a voice in the airline world and has sort of connected me with very lots of other even we have a there's a film festival dedicated to raising awareness to trafficking in oh, Los wow. Angeles. We have a, a magazine that I recently partnered with that she does a beautiful catalog magazine. Um, and there's various artists that are coming alive to this issue. And I've just, one of my passions is not only to train and educate and raise awareness to this, but show how we can really prevent it. And also the need for collaboration and coming together in this is critical. It's a multi-generational battle and we need uh every one of us in, in, in part to do something. Um, so with that, uh, I'm based in Los Angeles, California. I'm originally from the Northwest Washington state and um, my life really took off and this stage of, of being involved directly with our work in Sierra Leone, Africa, 
Um, yeah. It took off after my first interview here with you, Steve. Yeah, and you know what? This, I'm I'm anxious to hear this because I didn't realize how much we helped that when we yes. had you on. And so I want to hear that. But before you tell that, I want to say this one thing. Your organization is called Sierra Cares. And I want people to know you're going to talk about it. But I want people to know we're going to keep this up a lot during the show. I want I want our people to donate into this foundation. This is a anti-trafficking uh, just identify what you, this is rescue. Cause you, you're going to talk about the rescues in a yes. minute. And so I will leave that up there, but this is rescue of survivors. And then this is obviously then the restoration of their lives. And, and you, I, I, I won't pre tell your story, but I just want people to see that when we say we give to traffic organizations, traffic related, the one that I am most dedicated to is this one right here, yeah. Sierra K care. So uh, I just want to say that. So I'm going to, okay, back to you, Andrea. Yes, I'm going to jump off that and really share that. Yes, uh, because of the viewers here, uh, many of you have given into Elijah Streams. You've also given into Sierra Cares Foundation, but those of you that give to Elijah Streams, you're supporting so many works that are fighting this. And and just very quickly, um, you know, that word that I heard Kim Clement give you, Steve, in Canby, Oregon, back in 2003, and the presence of God came into the room and you were applauded, not only by the audience there, but by heaven. It wow. was the instruments and the applause of heaven. And the word that he gave was, Steve, you are a force to be reckoned with. Stop. You're a force to be reckoned with. Hmm. You're not nothing. You've housed the prophets, covered Man. the prophets and gathered the prophets and you will have the prophets reward. You're not wow. nothing. You're a force to be reckoned with. I'm going to take what you've done and multiply it, says the Lord. And it was so amazing Man. because God Man. has absolutely done that. And you are a force. And this is a force. And we mm. see the word force in a militant way. That's a force against darkness. So just straight off the top, yes, those of you that have contributed to Elijah Streams, you're a part of this fight by simply doing that. And it's one way, but... Um, mm. There at, yeah, we have uh, the, a major part of what we've done is to rescue, first of all, identify, locate, and recover, and uh, bring back home victims of sex trafficking, child trafficking, and human trafficking. And uh, another area of our focus is prevention and educating the areas in Sierra Leone. We have favor with government leaders and have even been involved in very specific work to help stop and identify and prosecute traffickers in that area. It's unheard of in West Africa. So your viewers need to understand. We need, I would love everyone here to already know that those of you joining, whether it's prayer, we need the prayer or financially here. Um, this is such good soil to sow into. So um, yeah. Thank you so much, Steve. Oh, it's our pleasure. And I, I'm never, it's never far from me that it's not, well, we actually do give into our own organization, but it's never lost on me that it's really you, the viewers that are watching, that are the ones that gave. We're just getting the work done. You know, we're getting it, we're hooking the two up and all but we, we give too, but, uh, and generously, but it's just really you, the viewers, that I just want to give the credit to. By the way, thank you for that very kind You've reminded me of that word probably a hundred times. I think you know? so. <laughs> and and uh, so that's not an exaggeration. It's been a lot of times. And yet you sit there, you gave it to me just then, and I'm choking back tears because it was so profound. Yes. And he said all of heaven was, he said everyone was plotting to, applauding me, which they were. And then he said, thank you. So, 
I heard I it. Mean, and it was an angelic. Everybody in the room took their shoes off. At one point, Kim said to take your shoes off. And it, the glory came in so strongly. And that's just really what this is all about. Steve, with Elijah's dreams, you're not only providing water and shelter and bringing life to other nations like Africa, but the streams of living water is a force through this yeah. platform. And yeah. you've housed on your platform very, very influential people that have been very involved in this fight of human trafficking, even yeah. behind the scenes, more than we know. Yeah. And so your platform right here is doing so much of a service and also to bring the truth, to bring the truth from so many voices that wouldn't yeah. have maybe another platform to share what they can yeah. share on here. So it's, it is a force. It's a powerful force. Amazing. 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 And by yes. the way, you were also, you actually came to me basically most of the time you and I are texting and, and you said, um, Steve, I'm hearing this word. I don't know exactly how you said it, but this is last year sometime, I think it was a year plus. Or, and you said, how about, because you have these different shows and one of them was a name and you heard in the name Elijah Force. And we, I grabbed that and we're going to do Julie Smith, who has been the producer and she's going to continue to be my producer at least a lot, but she she's beginning a new show. We'll, we'll have it within weeks from now. It's called, Elijah Force, and it's about the intercessors wow. and seers. But you're the one that gave us the name, and so thank you for that. And we grabbed oh, that domain, yes. Elijah Force. Wow, yeah. it's powerful. I love yeah. it, and it ties right into that message for yeah. you, that word that God said for you. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. All right, yes. so go ahead. Um, I want to see, um, at some point, you know, I do have that one chart that I want you to, you know, the color one. So when you're ready, that, okay. that'll be ready for you. So just go Absolutely. ahead. Absolutely. Yeah. And as I just share a little bit, I, there's so much um, in my heart today. Yeah. And whenever I have this specifically about sharing about President Trump or yeah. or this even subject, um, this Esther time, I start to feel like, how can I get it from here and actually speak it? So I think it is so fitting. I look to Psalm 45, one, which the second part of it is my tongue or my voice is the pen of a skillful writer. Mm. And I love that it's 45, one is that scripture. So I always look to that, but um, what's happening is right now I began to see a picture of the earth and our nation and our nation is being born again. Um, in Isaiah 66, can a nation be born in a day? And I began to see the heartbeat of our nation, like uh, pulsating, beginning to beat and beat and beat. And then I saw the whole globe as a heartbeat. And we're seeing sort of the shakings and yeah. whether it's uh, grieving things or or miracles, all of it's sort of happening at once. But I see that like in a cocoon, the earth is actually going to turn into something that was almost inside out that God had for it to be in this time, this great awakening time. And like a butterfly is in that cocoon mm. and it's just being worked. And you could sort of see the heartbeat as it's beginning to form. I see our earth like emerging as a butterfly and we're about to go into a completely new time. And, um, this has been so uh, real to me in the last few years. In 2019, um, 
really it was end of 2018, 2019, I was alerted to this situation that was beginning in Sierra Leone, Africa yeah. by a, a young man, Ibrahim. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Who his cousin had been trafficked and she was in a room caught with 10 other girls and women mm. that mm. one of them or a few of them had their cell phone and were able to sort of reach out. A lot of times you can't get through to anybody. But in this case, we sort of started checking this out. And that's myself and just a couple of people at Airline Ambassadors. And um, because Airline Ambassadors International has so many things going on, I sort of started to get in here and really work with Ibrahim. And um, in that time of early 2019, we were starting to hear and locate where the victims were at, various places in the Middle East, especially. Most all of them were in the Middle East. And in 2019, one year before the 2020 shutdown, I had a uh, happened to have a, a leave of absence from my job for a few months. So I needed to take a leave of absence and I needed uh, ha to have rest. And I was there with a lot of time. Yes. And I felt like in that little bit of time, that was when this really escalated for me being able to work and locate and talk to some of these victims abroad. And as it came, it was very hard because these were victims from Sierra Leone ranging and, and those that we've helped range from the age of infant age, really infant to 64 years old. A lot of them young girls and uh, young women, but many, many children as well. The ones that I was speaking to were, were the, the young adults, the young, the girls and the yeah. teenage women mostly. And they would share stories with me. So it became a very, very real situation. So I had a few contacts that I knew in the anti-trafficking realm that worldwide they go and they do rescue of children. And the ones uh, such organization I've worked with very closely in training events in Alaska Airlines, or excuse me, in Alaska yeah. and with Alaska Airlines actually in Anchorage. And um, we, uh, they, they're very good friends. So we sort of had a couple of plans hanging in the balance of how to reach these women. And it, it, it fell through um, for different reasons. It's very dangerous in the, both Sierra Leone and in some of these areas in the Middle East. And so I reached out to the hotline that is uh, listed in the notes here on, the, on this broadcast, the human trafficking hotline in the U.S. Now they cover the United States, so they couldn't be of help but there is a database and they can refer different organizations that are in that part of the world, in this case, the Middle East. So I started a, a conversation with, it's just a couple of us, like two women that are working for this organization um, in the Middle East. And that led to 10 girls being found. Wow. This one room, some of the women, it was about 46, the first round, that we found. So at first we just thought it was a few, and then all of a sudden it's 46 at different locations. And some ran away from their captivity. A lot of them were uh, were trafficked and recruited under false pre pretenses, thinking they were going for hospitality jobs. And um, it turned mm -hmm. out that it, a lot of it was sex slavery, domestic servitude. Wow. Um, we had uh, all kinds of trafficking. We have 
some of the children that have been recovered were trafficked for uh, sex slavery. There was organ trafficking going on, so children and women being trafficked for their organs. Um, but in these situations, some were so severely abused that time was of the essence, even for their very lives. So slowly but surely, as I was on that leave of absence, I had this time and it felt like I was in the shutdown of the pandemic yeah. a uh -huh. year prior. When the shutdown actually happened, I'd felt like I'd already lived it. Hmm. And it's interesting how God does that sometimes where you're in this. It was an impression that I experienced before it happened. But I also believe that in that shutdown of the pandemic, there was also much going on in relation to human trafficking yeah. and forces being sent to stop it. And so um, is this these connection and finding and locating of these women and girls happens more and more. They were placed little by little in emergency shelters so they could be vetted and met with uh, the, dip, uh, the embassies and had their passports and documents figured out because that's the first thing they, they take when you arrive for what you think is a job in a hospital or hospitality work, you arrive to the airport, your passports are taken, you're taken, uh, as they told me, to offices where they were sold. They were sold to people, families, and men, and for the worst of the worst. So in that time, just to be very, very real, because this yeah. happens in the United States as well, not all the same way. A lot of things are, are different in the Western world. But many didn't make it. They lost their lives due to sickness in the shelter. It was very, you're, we're talking about uh, women and, and young girls that have become pregnant and are sick because of not being allowed sleep or food or uh, being raped over and over, abused over and over and treated like animals. So you, you, as many as possible, you know, we just prayed over each one. I, I would be on the phone on a WhatsApp call with some yeah. of these feeling a little helpless because I'm in the U.S. Yeah, get there. But from afar, a couple of us, it's amazing. God used a couple of us and then more came in later to help. But it started so grassroots with just sort of being able to contact this organization that helped us find these these victims. And one call that I was on was a girl named Timbu. And Timbu would just, I couldn't understand her all the time. And she couldn't understand me. And we'd be face to face. Wow. They cut off some of her fingers. Her trafficker had cut off her fingers. Her trafficker had abused her so much. She, her ear was misshaped. Her face was distorted and just uh, all kinds of la uh, lashing on her back and skin and she was so brutally treated and i'm speaking to her from afar and i'll never forget these moments there were others that i was on the calls with too and just thinking god how can i do anything what could be done yeah. and so god intervened and he started by just a couple of people saying yes and without even he breathes on our yeses he breathes mm. on our collaboration in this type of a thing and that's when miracles happen. So we yeah. saw miracles. We saw many miracles, but I'll never forget some of these. And and some did not make it and committed suicide or their lives were lost because of what happened to them. Um, so, um, excuse me. 
while you're doing that, let me ask you. So when you're when they, this place in the Middle East found these girls, was it then your job to see if uh, you could fly them out? Is that that's what your your task was? To, um, to, to fly them to so see what it was mostly was identifying them, <clears throat> excuse okay. me, and locating them. Okay. And that would be, sorry, a connection with um, our our staff director now on the ground in Sierra Leone. And then I was put in contact with some of the victims to actually yeah. locate them and put them in touch with this organization that works with uh, government embassies. And mm. they're really, um, they were integral. In fact, I, I found the message yesterday of the first ones that got freed. And there were four in the same place. And uh, my the woman I was contacting with this organization, uh, they were going to get them. And they had been able to get out and get to a place where they would meet. So, and just to put it in perspective, what started then in 2019 has yeah. led to over 2,500 children, women, and some boys that had that were trafficked and sex trafficked and uh, abused and exploited. And 2,500 have been brought back home because of your support. Wow. Steve, when I Are came you... on last year, oh, yes, this is man. a great graph. This shows um, the number in uh, the lower. The lower right, the 2,257 are women and children that have been repatriated, which is they've been brought back from their captivity in a foreign country and they've been brought back home. They've been vetted, located, identified and brought back. And um, there's an estimated about that same number, over 2,200, that are able to be expected to need freedom in into 2024. And I'm sure that will grow. And so that's what we're looking at. And one of my team members, she's our co-founder. She's a survivor of human trafficking, a survivor leader. She's legal background. She has a background working with other governments and uh, in, in best practices and, uh, and real um, a governmental role that she's had. And she's been able, because of the success and what has happened with Sierra Cares Foundation. In West Africa, something like this, this had never happened before. It's an area where people aren't usually prosecuted for the crimes. Now, this is my co-founder, Kelly, and she is instrumental in uh, really supporting and vouching for and fighting for the absolute well-being of the survivors. And behind her are survivors that were brought back from Kuwait and different nearby areas in the Middle East. And wow. they have been now involved in programs that we've set up, first of all, aftercare, medical care, some of them be, have become pregnant when they were trafficked. So care for their children, um, mental health care. And with that, we also have, as you see here, a, a separate part of our program where we're, um, we have a child sponsorship program where we sponsor children in education and make sure they have, have food. And we have a new bakery and a gardening programs that we've started to help feed and supply the community. And these are some that have survivors that have been brought back since 2019 that have graduated in our culinary of arts program. So we've started all of these things, but first it's so important to have that, that media aftercare, that spiritual yeah. and mental health care. So that's an area where Kelly has really caused us to flourish. And um, this is a group that has partnered with uh, the 
part of our group of Sierra Cares Foundations and the survivors that we support, there's uh, about 270 or just around that number that are in our immediate programs. And the other survivors and victims that have been brought back are either uh, they're in our contact and they have access to our resources and access to communicate with us. So we're able to keep track of where everyone is. But yeah. it's really amazing because a lot of these survivors, including Timbu, who I just shared, her face was destroyed. She was able to have a miraculous uh, reconstruction surgery while in the Middle East. And I, did I understand family. too that the, you and I were talking about that? I'm trying to remember. Did was it that the, our viewers that that gave money? Was it that money that helped with yes. that surgery? Yes. Wow. So that surgery actually was paid for. The surgery you're referring to was one more that was critical. This yeah. first one with Timbu, the family of her trafficker in the Middle East actually paid for it. So she was there for much longer, about a year. It took about six months from the start of vetting and finding these girls and women for them to actually be brought home. And it's become a much quicker process because of, of, of the amazing people like you that have come alongside us so that we can have time and resources and the ability to connect and move forward. And, um, but yes, uh, Timbu is now the one that had the surgery. She is, she is so joyful. She helps lead the programs. Often they lead in, in singing and dancing. And the video where we dedicated that community center with the survivors and Kelly, it was a whole feast um, all day long of just rejoicing wow. and praising God and telling stories and the testimonies of these people that have had their lives stripped from them and innocence to see hope come is the most amazing thing. I don't know how you can't be changed by it. And it is only by God, the spiritual aspect, most all organizations, whether they're Christian or Catholic or even uh, secular will tell you that they've found the success really comes from the spiritual really? and the component of love yeah. that is the only way to really see true healing come. The right. surgery that Elijah Streams was a part of was an, uh, one of our survivors could not walk and she needed a hip replacement. Mm. So she was able to get the care. And our uh, there you don't usually have hip replacements or surgeries or even organs or hips, things like that available in Sierra Leone. So we had a, a partnership with a hospital from and a doctor from India that actually came to Sierra Leone and performed really? the surgery. Wow. So she's walking and healing. And that's because of you. That, that's just one person. We've had child brides. So of our children's center, there um, many are orphaned or, and have lack of uh, access to education. And a lot of their family members either have died from viruses like Ebola or had been trafficked themselves or malnourishment, poverty, all of these things. So we are seeing a thriving community of 169 children in our immediate care that are able to go to school and have meals. And we have a child sponsorship program. And this is also a prevention measure. And that, and Andrea, that's yes. a lot of children. You have, yes. you have housing for those children? We have, we are, that is on our, uh, one of our top priorities right now. We've already begun a safe house for victims of, human and sex trafficking and child trafficking coming back. We have a community center that houses and uh, hosts them often. 
and uh, we've had in place things to help with their housing payments once they're back. And with the children, a lot of the community, grandmothers, aunts and uncles, and people have taken these children in. They, they're without family, but they're being cared for. So, so we provide this uh, consistent um, education and uh, you know, nourishing food. And uh, again, lots of uh, we get togethers and celebrating and singing with these kids. The goal is to have a child care center as it to further protect the vulnerable children. Can I ask you um, if you happen to know the answer to this, in order for you guys to build a child care center, first of all, do you already have the land where it would go? Do you know? We have purchased land right okay. now, and we've actually started to build the safe house. Okay. As it's a, um, it, so we have a few plots of land and besides our community center, which so we uh, we have some land and we're looking for even an expanse around that eventually. Around that area. Yeah. And then the cost to build the center, do you have the money for that now? now? And if not, what does it cost? Uh, if you know, Andre, now maybe you don't know off the top of your yes, head. But I, in our um, budget for, let's see, for 2024, I may have to get back to you on that because that's okay. that's sort of in the beginnings the child yeah. care center. the reason I, yeah and i hear you you may not have it but i mean it, like if you had said that that will cost us fifty thousand, or that will cost us at least someone out there would would hear that and they'd say they might call in or yeah. make contact and, and say so when you the get that number you said fifty thousand is the number i remember because okay so it's in that with, so it's in that yes. ballpark okay yes and okay. um, priority there would also be staff that are on guard, uh, more than one. Okay. And, uh, you know, Sierra Leone is a beautiful, beautiful place, but uh, it's one of the top tier um, unsafe areas to travel to. So um, I can't, I can't uh, emphasize it enough. The prayer covering and the giving that's come through this platform and through many of you has carried us, not only the financial, the prayer, our our team, our directors and staff on ground have uh, helped really crack down on some of these evils and even bring to prosecution, which doesn't happen. Um, we had 22 uh, victims that were actually brought justice and their traffickers were put in prison. Wow, so, that's huge. Which doesn't happen. So we're beginning to see the tide turn and we're working with government and actually in training government yeah. officials and law enforcement, yeah. our staff is. So it's so we've got several things, the prevention, the protection of the children, yeah. safe house and uh, programs to empower our survivors. And I, I do believe the 50,000 was what we, uh, right around there. Was That's what really, we, really good. I want people to hear that because there might be a, a person or two out there that say, hey, I'll contact you guys directly and I'll give you that. Someone else might write to us and say, I'm sending you 50,000 Elijah streams give it to them. Well, either way, if somebody uh, says it, it's for that, we'll do that. But um, I'm yes. okay. I'm looking at our, our time and I know, I know you've got some stuff about Trump too. So uh, yes. how far are we going on your, on your, yes. I let's, make sure um, you get well, that in. Yeah. And um, I'm thinking, I wonder if we should do uh, maybe a little bit on the recognizing trafficking and giving. Yes, please do. That's very important. We do that now. Okay. Yeah, yes. Yes. Yeah, so um, as I said, you know, in the, the Western world, it trafficking looks very, very different. 
And I want to highlight the importance, and I know Elijah Streams does, that this is a battleground in our nation as well. Our children are at risk. And what has really happened and why our nation and world needs to be reborn again. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Head to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Now back to the show. Is our nation has actually been trafficked. And I listened to uh, actually all the shows this week on Elijah Streams. I didn't know that I would be able to. And all of were very good. And and um, I listened to Dr. Jan speak about yeah. this. And um, so good. I really love what she has to say. Yeah. Our nation has been trafficked for a very long time. A mm. trafficker is not just a, a starter outer on this evil. They're very skilled and know how to find, recruit, and even threaten, lie to, and coerce their victims. It's it's a it's they've studied it, and they're using our means of transportation and industry and our platforms like social media to do it. So they are making 150 billion plus a year Man. by using the very platforms that we have and should be guarding, like the airlines, for example. Yeah. So. One of the biggest things is for a long, long time, there's been a breakdown of the family unit and the family unit has been trafficked, exploited in this nation. The uh, In many nations, this has happened too. When children and women are devalued, the culture begins to crumble. And it, when children and women lose value and aren't looked at as human, it's it becomes a product, a commodity. Yeah. And so human trafficking and child trafficking is the fastest growing criminal enterprise. It is the human rights crisis of our era. Mm. And it's often linked right hand in hand with drug trafficking, even weapons trafficking. Um, we've seen so much at our borders, but some of the signs in even just positions for all of us to be aware of are yeah. in our own lives. Whatever your domain is, I encourage you, we've got to be proactive, offensive and defensive whether you're a teacher in the classroom or a nurse or a doctor or a flight attendant, whether you are, Steve, you're on the internet, most yeah. times you message different people. There are things to be aware of and patterns when somebody seems like they are being exploited. Mm. They could be fearful, crying out for help. Um, children, you know, we've had many children on the air, airplanes, sometimes coming from international destinations that, and children that are traveling by themselves unaccompanied minors that are alone and afraid. And we've had multiple uh, instances of that being reported by our pilots and flight attendants. You mean they, a trafficker actually sends some of their victims on airlines yes. traveling alone to what, to the trafficker on the other end, right? Trafficker yes, on both yes. ends Yes, multiple survivors that I know were trafficked that way. And many of them thought they were going to be famous, whether uh, they wow. were getting a job or meeting a romantic partner that they've met online. And so a lot of it is this false recruiting. Mm. Sometimes it's alluring of somebody that seems like a romantic partner and builds your trust, whether it's online or in real life and offers you everything. Like for example, a young person or a teenager, we had a major escalation of trafficking and uh, sexual abuse material spread online during the pandemic because so many means shut down and what did we have? We had vulnerabilities, children, 
even adults vulnerable. People were yeah. at a loss for work. Yeah. Children didn't have the programs and support normally they would. And so we saw this increase. So uh, I would just encourage everyone, whatever role you can, if you're a mother and father, if you work in the classroom or you maybe have time to volunteer, volunteer in the schools, volunteer in your community. And also, as we're going to speak on, know the 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 laws and the moral morale of the people you're voting for and are in office. And if you have a call to this, think about praying about if you're supposed to take an office or a major part. But a big thing is the online recruiting. And among young people, one of the new battlefields is this social media. Um, you know, X is the first platform that's done what they're doing as far as weeding out, beginning to take out this material center and also open the airwaves for truth to come out. So I would encourage anybody to get on X. And for those of you that have children or are on the other platforms like Instagram and Facebook, there is a lot that's gone on there that's been really um, grooming and uh, caused a lot of our young people and people in general to be susceptible to, to grooming of being trafficked exploited. And uh, like I said, this happened in our nation. Our nation was, was coerced and force fraud and coercion are elements to human trafficking. So the force of things upon us in the last few years, the coercion of brainwashing and the threats of, if you don't do something, you're, you can't have your job. We saw this. Yeah, you're, and your your point is that's just as much traffic trafficking us as what we're talking about these poor children. Yes, that that, we, that our handlers said if you you won't work if you don't get a vax. They're trafficking yes. us and exploiting us, using us, harming us. Yes, and just a, a in general, just such an escalation of a plan of evil yeah. and a globalist plan that as Dr. Jan shares very well, it's seeped through all these years and it's, it's caused this now. And that's why God has given us an opportunity to stand and take our positions because yes, president Trump is called for now. And many of you out here, you're called as well. And it's up to us to step up and really work together to see this new world that God has come. And it's going to be our heart's desires for the things that he puts us in. Really good. Good stuff. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Now you, uh, thank you so much for that. So talk about, let's see, I just, we're, I don't know where we go. You have some points on your list that maybe we jump to the president Trump stuff right there. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to. Um, first of all, thank you so much. I just honor president Trump and his family. Yeah. Steve, I know you and Doreen and most of the viewers here. Um, I, we just really must see how much of an impact he's had, not only in this fight, but in this just positioning that God has him in right now as a David. And I would like to share, um, there's a, there's a few passages of scripture that have become alive, um, in this time. And I listened to Gene Ho as well. And he talked about, (laughs) a playbook from the Bible that he sees the military using. And I began to see some of these instances just come alive. And I know a lot of people have shared on this, but I want to start by this one. And um, I'll try to do this timely, but 
it's so powerful. So one of the things that um, President Trump is uh, became our 45th president. Mm -hmm. And now he's going for 47. And yeah. I believe that he has been in a role all along with our uh, some of the executive orders that have been in place yet. This is still a war, but yeah. he's been in a very critical role all this time, even yeah. seemingly behind the scenes. So in 1 Samuel 17, now 17 is the number that President Trump uses often. Well, yeah, there's your 17, there's your Q, there's, yeah, all of that. Isn't that a Q? Isn't that yes. letter Q? So the, the very chapter of David and Goliath happens to be chapter 17 of 1 Samuel. There you go. David and Goliath. Now 17 is also the number, it's uh, Esther is the 17th book in the Bible. Oh, and that's good. Esther and this story are, are merging right now. And and David and Goliath, it says, and um, David was prepared. He was anointed by Samuel and Samuel knew God had said, this is the one, this is the one, King David. And David was then, uh, he was sort of surrounded and presented by a people. And I believe that represents the military and those that have been integral in encouraging and uh, guiding and seeing, seeing the treasure and the ability of President Trump. And yeah. these are a spiritual people, yeah. a spiritual force and the military together, as well as heaven. Heaven is in this. So we have David being prepared. Yeah. But what does Kim Clement say? He said, my David is going to emerge. Mm. And he said that I will take a simple stone. And that simple stone word, um, Danae Clement Petruska, she yeah. refers to this, the simple stone. And there, I think, are a few versions that this represents. And Roger Stone could be, probably is a big part of this. But a simple stone, this was an unexpected hit on Goliath. This was unexpected. In fact, they laughed. And in verse, um, so it's it's First Samuel and it's, Verse 45 through 47. Okay. David said to the Philistine, you come against me with the sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defi defied. This day, the Lord will hand you over to me and I'll strike you down and cut off your head. Today, I will give you the carcasses of the Philistine army to the birds of the air and the beasts of the earth. And the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. All those gathered here will know that it is not by the sword or spear that the Lord saves, for the battle is the Lord, and he will give all of you into our hands. And that was wow. right after the scoffing and the mocking of Goliath towards David. By the way, on that, did you, um, everything you just read was 45 through 47? Yes, so it's First Samuel. Did, 40, yeah. 17, 45 through 47. Yeah, I'm just curious. Did you pick 45 through 47 on purpose? Because he's he's 45. That is, the actual, that is the actual statement where David yeah, says okay. that the battle well, belongs to the Lord and it's secured in that moment. Yeah, it's fascinating to me because you know how jo Johnny Enno likes numbers. I like numbers. I think you do too. So it's, I love it's numbers. And God has uh, been speaking me through numbers and code words my whole life. So this yeah. came very, um, I don't remember how it came at first, but yeah. the other uh, 
thing about 17 is Esther. Yeah. And this Esther moment that we're in right now, what I just shared with you, um, you know, it. this is a time of both. It's, it's joy and yeah. over what's happening. Like what yeah. we're seeing, this David, mm-hmm. this David that has emerged and this army of God, including all of us that is here for such a time as this, about to reclaim all that has been stolen and trafficked and exploited, including the lives of precious people and children. Mm. So there's a time of joy that is so upon us. And I carry that deep in me. I wake up feeling this joy, but there's also the grief and the tears. And I saw, I have this poem that I I will read in just a moment about President Trump, but in Esther and in Esther 414, we see this plan of God in the 17th book of the Bible, the book of Esther. We see this plan of God that uh, Esther is prepared. She's raised by Mordecai. Mordecai represents, he, he wept and uh, interceded on behalf of Esther and the people, the Jewish people, as Esther was positioned to do what she was about to do. Yeah. In the same way, Mordecai is this spiritual force that has sought after and honed and come around and alongside and prayed for our president Trump and his family. It's, it's a joint of saints, military, and integral people that have stood by his side for a very long time. And Mordecai prepared, he, he prayed, he fasted, he wailed and wept. There's been wow. a wailing and weeping by many over what's gone on. It's been so evil what's gone on. Yeah. And there we come to Esther and she's brought and given that opportunity to stand before the king and make her request. Yet she was hidden. She had to be hidden, not to be known that she was Jewish until the right time. She could die. She could die by requesting the people, the Jewish people be be set free and saved from the plot that was against them by Haman. But she was hidden. And the name Esther, Ivanatia has shared a lot about this. The name Esther actually means hidden and star. And a part of star is it's sitar in in Hebrew, and it means hidden. It also can mean a reconnaissance and an act of basically a military force going in to take out evil. So we see Esther as this force. And Donald Trump in this moment is an Esther. And the Mordecai are those that have come around him and the people. And there have been many words about a nameless and faceless generation and a people that wouldn't be center stage, uh, whether it's prophets or leaders or celebrities. No, there would be a nameless, faceless generation. And I want to honor a group of people that have also been part of this prayer force and force of light that it's so strong, the camaraderie and unity and faith and love of these, these ones. They could launch a rocket and they could stop a fast moving train. And I've got to meet a few of these. And they're also known as anons, nameless. Anons, yeah, anons, right? Yeah. So many of them don't have names or faces, but they're mm. a hidden force that has been cheering on this movement. It's been a driving force and part of this plan. See, because Kim Clement said about the David word, he said, I will fool the enemy with his David. 
As he saw David begin to emerge, he also saw people in the shape of an arrow. And Kim went into this experience and he looked back and it was hundreds of thousands of people. And as he raised his hand, they raised their hand. And as he shouted, they shouted and they were one. They were one. And among them emerged this man that would be the president of our nation. So that arrow is also like the symbol for Space Force, which Donald Trump publicly announced in 2019, December of 2019. So we've got this group of nameless, faceless warriors. We have these, um, excuse me, we have these Mordecais and we have these Samuels and we have these royal guards around the president that have been in prayer for him that have really, really ushered him to this moment. And when Esther came before the king, she made her request. And this is the part where our faith mingles and it triggers the supernatural work of God because she made her request to bring Haman, evil Haman before the king and expose what he had done and had planned to do to the Jewish people. But then she had wisdom to wait and have a continued prayer and time before she actually brought the word to the king. So she scheduled another feast and it was in that night that the king had a dream and he had a dream about Mordecai. So he had a dream and knew to call upon Mordecai and honor him for what he saw. He'd he'd actually averted a plot of assassination against the king. So that speaks also to the Mordecais. And there's there's a very special group of people. And I want to just tell them they're also sort of anonymous, but the name and their essence is God within. God within. And I'm just going to say that about them. There are royal guards around our president. And there's been assassination attempts stopped against our president. And there's this moment right now where Esther is waiting. She's waiting to share and, and make her request to the king. And we're in that right now. We're about to see great freedom. Yet there's, there's still this God needed Esther. What she said in Esther 4.14 is, if I perish, I perish. I must go. I must go. Mm. And she did this in obedience because that was part of her call. And an entire nation of people was saved. Really good. Really good. Um, and the so and you're saying so the Mordecai's are the body of Christ that are praying for for Trump, the the military that are fighting for Trump, all, all of that. That's what you're saying. Yes. That's kind of the Mordecai. Yes. Really good. And God That's wants really to honor good. them. Yeah. Uh, God wants to honor so many of the people, Steve, yourself included. God wants to honor those of you that have been standing in prayer and in faith. He will honor those that are standing in this time. Yeah. He wants to honor General Flynn. Yeah. He wants to honor the Trump family. You've had so many on your show um, that are I think of Dan Scavino as a great friend to our president as well. And there are, um, there's honors that are coming, but I began to see this, the scriptures jump out, especially the, the first Samuel 17. And then in that moment, it's the 45 through 47. And it's the playbook of what God's doing. It is what he's doing. It is about his David. And it's about taking a simple stone, unexpected, to a scoffing enemy. Hmm. And by the way, David was brought in after Saul. The Lord despised Saul. President Trump came after some pretty wicked leaders. 
And if we're in that time, and we're so much in the time of Esther and David, we're so much in that right now. And God is going to absolutely honor. But I just want to publicly tell everyone that President Trump has been the force against human trafficking and exploitation and great evils of any other president. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. Yeah. He has signed executive orders restricting the movement and uh, resources and property of those that are involved in these human rights and okay. exploitation and evils. Okay. And he so has good. had multiple task forces and multiple uh, conferences with high up experts in the human anti-human trafficking world, as well as a great friend of mine who is a survivor himself. And I just want to honor him for that and let everybody know that there is no other man or president or leader that could do what we need done and carry mm -hmm. us through to this amazing time of what's coming. So That's let right. me read so, this, this yeah. poem, if I may, Steve. Yeah, and before you read it, I want to say something. Because yes, I've known please. you for 20 years. You've always had poetry. And I just want to clarify, I could sit down and think of a rhyming prose and make up a poem about anything I wanted to, not, but it wouldn't have the anointing. When you, when you write down a prophetic poem, it's very clear to me that that's at a whole nother level. Um, describe the process a little bit. How does that, because I was asking about that again today. Yes. It just sort of comes out of you. For me, I'd have to sit there and think of a word that rhymed Talk about real quick what what your process is like. Oh, I love. I actually love to because it's it's so uh, just honestly, it's glorifying the Lord and His creativity. Yeah. And He's so beautiful. Um, I've been a, a writer. I've journaled my whole life. In fact, journaling is one of my favorite things to do. Is just wow. capturing the moments. And when I go back, I remember them. And I. I've had actually some journal entries, even back to 2006, about President Trump relating to this poem. And I shared it on that last broadcast. But the process that happens, um, I think it was 2009. Uh, before then, I've, I've, I love music. I love singing. I love dance. I love creative expression. I love it. I thought I would maybe be an actress. And then I realized sort of you're already an actress as a flight attendant <laughs> anyways but but there is this time i think it was around 2009 i began hearing this song in the night and it turned into a musical and i saw this musical before me and i couldn't shut down the music the instruments the the lyrics i had to get up wow. in the middle of the night i had roommates at the time and i went and sat in the bathroom on the counter and I was writing as fast as it could come. Are you also writing musical notes, Dan? No, or, I, okay. I actually don't know how to do that. And I okay. didn't record it. So I lost a lot of that. Okay. But by memory, I was able to get some of it back. That particular song was called The Missing Piece. And I but saw you could it have, as You could have taken a recording and yes. sung the sung it so that you would retain it. Uh, you know, right. when, yeah. Okay. Right. I started to do that. Yeah. Um, the, the, yeah. There has been a, a flowing song. I will, I will, I will pick up songs and uh, poetry and uh, almost like uh, some of them come in the form of a script, okay. like a conversation. This one is is a script, um, 
but I will often hear it in the night and wake up and begin to write it. Sometimes it'll pick up later over days or weeks. Some I start and haven't finished, but a lot of them come uh, the bulk of it at once and maybe I'll feel to go back and add something. Um, but the way it comes is often, I don't know if it's oft more often this, but when I'm having either quiet time or prayer or I'm waking up in the morning or just before going to bed and sort of just kind of having quiet time. Um, sometimes I'm awakened with it in the night. And then other times it comes at the most random place. Mm, and this poem came, I was doing something, I was at home. I was probably doing something normal, like, <laughs> sounds funny. Sometimes blow drying my hair sure. or I've heard different people get inspiration when they're iron ironing their clothes, yeah. but I'll get it in the most kind of a situation like that, where maybe you're just yeah. not thinking about much, but this came on uh, December the 12th and of 2022. It was just yeah. about a month after Trump announced his uh, public announcement of candidacy of continuing to run as president. And as I heard this, it took my breath away. And wow. I began to hear it come so fast. I heard the words of the Lord in my heart. And yeah. as I put the pen to the paper, I wrote as fast as I could with emotion to capture it all. I had to shout some of it out loud so I could hear myself and not really? forget it. Really? So I'm, I'm actually, I, I think I've learned to read out loud <laughs> now because when you speak something, it's also very powerful, but you can hear yourself speaking yeah. it and it, it's sort of a decree. And so it came so beautifully and I, I felt the Lord's on this and it was for his David. Okay. This was a, a word for his David and how he sees him. And last week I knew that I was preparing to come on today and I saw and felt uh, there's been a few times I've had in my life where I've had a real weeping and sometimes it has come with uh no idea to what i know i'm weeping about yeah and i've had it come also where it feels like just this cleanse like just a washing mm. and my heart begins to feel the lord and feel actually even joy and sometimes the weeping very quickly a lot of times it turns to laughter nice. but the weeping i felt i i began to feel drops and see the the teardrops of the lord coming upon these words and I believe it was these words that I'm about to share. Okay. And as the teardrops fell, I remember this feeling that I've had. The drops felt like faucets, like a faucet coming out, like, like raindrops that actually had substance to them. They were weighty. And I felt these drops. And again, it almost felt like I wasn't crying. It was almost like just drops were, these raindrops were coming of, of the Lord. And as they came and hit the words, it turned to fire and seared these words into how they used to use the fire to sear and script yeah. out things. Wow. And he was just breathing. It was the most powerful thing. So, yes, this one. Um, and I think, does she have slides that she's going to put up while you read that? I think she does. So. Oh, good. Yes, this is called Here Am I. And as you, as even the title, the Lord just gave that title. 
This is from Isaiah 6, 8. And we realize in Isaiah 6, 8, the Lord is asking, who will go for us? Whom can we send? And he even needed a man in the earth to say yes, so that he could announce the coming of Emmanuel through this vessel. Yeah. So the very announcement of Jesus, which is what the entire Bible and the word of God is about, and this plan had to come through a man. Now, I think the Lord knew who he was talking to. He knew, yeah. even though he asked the question, he gave Isaiah the ability to stand up and, and arise and say yes. But Isaiah said yes. Donald Trump said yes. So this yeah. is called Here Am I. As a stump stood in the land, I was raising up a man. He worked with heart. He worked with skill. I assigned him angels at my command. Not one could trump him and no one will. He stood, he fought, and he fooled them all. And without hesitation, he obeyed my call. They mocked, they laughed, they raged in anger. Yet the one I chose is not in danger. I surrounded him with people, with angels and protection. Nothing can keep him from my great affection. He listens well, he learns, he fights. He calls to me in the dark of night. My David, my chosen for this time, while defeating darkness, his heart is mine. Who will go? I asked and searched. And he said, yes, let's go save the earth. Wow. The moment is here. You will soon see all that this man and his army means to me. He's been brought down. He's been brought low. Yet he rises again and says, let's go. There's more to do. There's more at stake. The time is now and the price is great, but I'll go for you. I say, here am I, for it is you who paid the greatest price. My God, my God, but who am I? You replied to me and you changed my life. My son, my son, in whom I am well pleased. It is you and I that have the victory. Keep going and believing. I am right by your side. The pages have turned and so has the tide. It's coming, it's here, celebration time. Hold fast, it's near, you've held the line. The time has come to believe, for I will supply every need. Look to me in the dark and in the night, for I will surely lead as you follow my light. Thank you for believing in me and in my plan. Together we will complete it, walking hand in hand. For God and man together, is forever my great plan. And I dedicate this to President Trump, your family, your army, your alliance, and to all the brave men and women, those known and those that remain hidden. Your legacy is forever etched in the halls of time. Yeah. And your destiny is for eternity. Godspeed. God bless. And God protect you and be with you always. Wow. Oh, man. You know, I didn't think that, that that a poem, however beautiful, would bring tears like that. But it sure did. <laughs> you oh. know, because I'm, I'm immersed in the words. And now we had it on the screen, which I think was a brilliant idea to get it really like was. that. Nicely done against that. And it's like then every single um verse if you will or however that's you know different groupings are there and it's like man that just went right through me in me 
And, you know, I hope he sees this, honestly. I hope he sees this. I do this. too. And, you know, I, I believe that our Trump, our Trump, our trumpet and our President Trump, he's a man for the people. Yeah, he is. He's a man that needs encouragement. And I would encourage anybody out there to write to him. Um, actually, on X, he returned to X just not long ago. And hopefully he'll be coming back on, but, but write to him, uh, message him. There's ways that you can do that and write uh, to his office. What that does is when we decree and speak of and honor those that God wants to honor, yeah. it sends a force against the evil. Yeah. And as I've learned that X, you know, Elon Musk bought and changed and transformed X, turned it inside yeah. out. And Elon Musk, his first name means oak tree. And oak tree is something that Kim Clement spoke of often. And you, can, did, look up, me. you can look that up in his database, even just under the word oak. You will be fascinated, those of you that go to houseofdestiny.org and search there. But oak tree came on the scene and and X is now the battlefield as much of the battlefield is in the information war that's going on, including artificial intelligence, lots of yeah. things distracting us. And the Bible, I've heard this, the Bible is the best weapon for avoiding psyops. And yeah. I think when we look to these stories like David and Goliath and Esther, we see the plan unfolding all around us. And I would just say that the plan of God is unfolding all around us. And I'm seeing signs everywhere. Dr. Jan spoke of that. I'm seeing signs everywhere that encourage yeah. me. And I want to encourage you. This has been a war. And whatever it feels like, the yeah. roller coaster that it may seem to be, mm. God, we are reclaiming this land with God. We're reclaiming the world. This is the fight to save America and the world. And we're yeah. here for it. That's so good. Andrea, then I, you had included another one about Mordecai, but maybe I'll have you read that the next time you come okay. on. So I, I also think there's something very powerful about ending with that poem without, yeah. with, and the words you've just given. So powerful, so powerful, you know, and... As a body of Christ, any one of us can join and say, wow, Mordecai, who said, who knows if for such a time as this, you've been called, we've been called to stand yes. beside. And uh, boy, there's so much in there, but I won't I won't get into that now because so much we could just talk about for a long time, Andrea. So, all right. Well, Andrea, do you feel like uh, maybe just praying for the people? You're, you've got such an anointing on you right now and just whatever God gives you. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, this one comment on X is, um, you know, X, the number for X is 24. So we oh, saw okay. X emerge in the, really the, the start of the Jewish New Year, 2024. Okay. And this is the year of the open door, 5784. And that's Revelation 4. Okay. And we're in that time as well. But hmm. X is also the new platform, this battlefield. X is 24. And X, the um, in the Greek, part of the fish symbol 
And in the Greek, ex actually means Christ. So it's not xing out Christ. X represents Christ. Oh, that's really good. That's really so good. So I wanted to share that because um, that's the oak tree and the X are really important right now. And the really oak tree good. carries the branches and it involves the branches of the military with oak tree on the X platform in the time of X, Christ really in 2024. And this is the final battle for this. Yeah. So as, as we just, Lord, receive the encouragement and the provocation and yeah. the call from you yeah. to rise up as Esther's in our own way, God, to stand up mm. and say, I will take my part. I will stand up for children. I will stand up for my family. I will stand up for those you've put in my care. And I will be a protector and a guardian of the domain that you have given to me. Lord, we receive your instruction and your anointing, and we ask for more of your anointing. The anointing of joy to come where there has been sorrow. Yes, Lord. The anointing of your presence to guide us, guide those who are on the ground, front lines, under the ground above the ground that are fighting such evils on the front lines. Grant them Psalm 91 protection and hide them from the enemy. Lord, hide the children and the victims and come to every one of them that is crying out to you. And Lord, let us see with new eyes, begin to really see the signs of what you are doing in this time. This is the greatest time to be alive. And Mm. you have given us the greatest mission of all to help usher in this new world, this new glory. Thank you, Lord, for President Trump. Yeah. Bless and protect his family. We mm-hmm. speak that out. Bless mm-hmm. and protect his family. Lord, you love how he honors his family and you love how he honors you. So we speak a Rome of protection and the blood of Jesus around him and around our nation. And Lord, let the veil be lifted so that those that have been blinded will begin to see the light and the difference between the light and the darkness, God. Mm -hmm. A release over everybody. Joy for whatever circumstance you find yourself in. Mm -hmm. Yes, Lord. Be encouraged. You were called for this moment. And just like this Esther moment and David and Goliath against all odds, but God gave the unlikely victory. He used the unlikely people. He's going to use many of you in unlikely ways. And many of these nameless and faceless ones that have been dishonored are going to be honored and seen as God wants them to be seen. And I bless everyone watching. I thank you so much. And I I honor the lives of all that went before us and all those that were lost. We know that I know that they're praying with us in heaven and God has them close. But we are going to have a major victory in this time as we join together and take this call for such a time as this. All right, Andre. Andre, is there any website or email or anything that you leave when you? I don't know what you've been giving on Elijah Fire, or do you? Yes, just wait yes. If you like, um, yes. So this. Thank you for sharing Sierra Cares Foundation. 
Our website is probably way behind on the things that we're doing, but we're going to be updating it soon. And um, and also I am on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and especially X. Again, this, this new place, um, it's much different than I share on other platforms, but uh, I encourage you to look for me, Andrea Hobart, on all of all of these platforms. And uh, feel free if you'd like, my email address is available. It's Andrea Hobart 414 at gmail.com. And um, I just thank you so much for having me. And it's been such an honor. Thank you, Steve. Right. Well, honor's been ours as well and mine as well. Andrea, God bless you. Uh, quick reminder, everybody, Amanda Grace will be with us tomorrow at 11 o'clock Pacific. So don't miss that. It's very, very good. So, Andrea, thanks again. God bless you. All the love to you from Doreen and myself and our staff. And we will see you all later. Thanks again, Andrea. Thank you so much, Steve. Thank you. Bye-bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.